guys, uh, Brian Paul here uh, for another developer interview sitting with uh, Alex from Trebuchet. <laughs> you guys made Prison Boss, and then your upcoming game is Winds and Leaves uh, on PlayStation VR. It's PlayStation VR exclusive coming July 27th. Not everybody is familiar with this game, uh, and uh, it might have gotten like a little bit overshadowed by you know some of the more action-packed games out there. Some of the things that have been announced recently, Fract and Arashi, all these uh, you know kind of more traditional uh, games. So, what is the elevator pitch for Winds and Leaves? How would you describe it to people? Yes, so uh, Winds and Leaves uh, is an exploration and simulation single-player game for, for PSVR, uh, in which you basically you are a lone creature in a barren world uh, whose life task is to bring back the land to life by growing trees. So we like to call the game uh, a flora builder, in the sense that uh, you have kind of the, the, the same mood you would have uh, playing a city builder, but uh, it's more uh, an exploration and uh, hands-on experience as it's developed from the ground up for virtual reality. So, what, what kind of things do you think we're going to uh, find as we're exploring this barren wasteland? Yeah, so the game uh, is structured as, a, as an open world. You have uh, five different regions and um, Basically, the, the loop of the game is that you, you must have the right fruits to, to plant and overcome different uh, terrain uh, difficulties. And uh, as you progress, uh, you can uh, access the different regions. And each region has um, different challenges related to ancient landmarks that you will have to, to discover and uh, awaken. And um, you will uh, find uh, new fruits to to overcome new terrains. You will have uh, new abilities that uh, help you uh, go uh, farther. And uh, there is a, a light, uh, like a environmental narrative that you'll discover as you explore uh, until you finally uh, achieve the the goal of restoring life in the entire world uh, you have uh, traversed. Yeah. Environment discovering an environmental narrative sounds almost mysterious. Do you think is it is it heavy-handed? Like the, is it a strong narrative or or is it pretty pretty much in the background? No, it's uh, I would say it's in the background. Uh, basically you have uh, the different landmarks and different uh, um, how do we say uh, wall paintings that you will uh, you will uh, see and uh, sometimes uh, you can uh, use your vegetation to to make them appear and everything and uh, there is a like this, the background story of the world that you can uncover through uh, discovering these uh, these different landmarks so uh, it's basically the, the the story of the what we call the gardeners but there, there is no words in the game, so uh, that's the the name we used for the development and uh, when we mention it in the different marketing. But uh, you are the 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 last of the species, and uh, you will uh, discover some uh, trace from your predecessors while uh, 
discovering this world. And uh, you're the only being capable of uh, making vegetation grow in this very harsh uh, land. And uh, yeah, there is like this, uh, this storm events that uh, annihilate everything uh, on a long cycle and uh, you must prevent that. Yeah. Cataclysms, right? That's what the, that's what they keep referring exactly. to in the trailers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You mentioned now you mentioned city builders a couple of times, um, but it doesn't feel like when you're in first person and when you're doing these acts, it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like the city builders that we're accustomed to. No. So what kind of, what was your inspiration for this game? Yeah. When I mentioned this is, it's really more on uh, the conce conceptual level uh, on the design uh, decisions we took, but uh, uh, the fact that you can um, really like place your trees wherever you want, and uh, there is some kind of um, uh, gameplay reason and functionality why you would place trees uh, at a special place, but you can also just bring out your your creativity and uh, grow your forest for pleasure. So it's a bit of the the feelings you get when playing games like city skylines they're very uh, laid back experience but uh, still have some simulation aspect that uh, help you uh, have a, a reason to thrive and go forward in the game yeah. so how big is how big is the team currently uh currently the the team is uh, about 20 people uh but we starting the game uh well, the development of Winds and Leaves follows the story of uh, the studio uh, since Prison Bus. So uh, we were just like uh, five when we started the game. Um, so uh, the the things have uh, changed a lot, and uh, the game has uh, has uh, grew in scope uh, from uh, from the beginning. But um, yeah, now we are about twenty. Does that mean Prison Bus was made by five people? Prison Boss was made by three people. Wow. <laughs> it was uh, me and my two co-founders. Yeah, we we made it in uh, like eight months. Uh, we started in school and uh, finished uh, uh, like founding the company and finishing the game to make it really stable on, on Steam. Yeah. Wow, Prison Boss had a lot of style to it, and uh, you guys just don't make traditional games, do you? you? Just is that is that sort of the company like slogans? Like we we make stuff yeah, yeah. that you didn't know you wanted. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's something that um, because people ask why Wins and Limbs after Prison Bus. And uh, we have uh, also another game that we released only in uh, arcades uh, that's called uh, Jousting Time. Uh, it's a game about uh, where you shout to go faster and uh, you're a knight and you must like uh, win a joust uh, against uh, an opponent with a set of weapons. But uh, we never made the consumer version for this game. But uh, all our games share this kind of... Uh, uh, we always want to have something unique and uh, bring something that we don't see in other games uh, on the market, especially in VR. Uh, but we try to make it interesting. We, we draw from inspiration from uh, genres of games that are less like uh, represented uh, in virtual reality. Uh, what, what kind of stuff did you learn from making Prison Boss that helped you make Winds and Leaves? Well, as I said, uh, when we made Prison Boss, we were a very small studio and uh, just basically uh, just out of school. <laughs> uh, 
so we we learned a lot uh, from uh, from the beginning. But uh, just the fact of shipping Prison Boss to uh, to different platforms, uh, we released it to Steam in uh, 2017, uh, in 2018 to PSVR. And uh, at the end of last year, to Oculus uh, Quest uh, natively. So uh, this game uh, has um, helped us like uh, improve as a studio in terms of uh, our production methods and everything, and uh, had a very important role in the the way we we developed the company. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms. I would say it's it's really the the process of making and shipping games that uh, Prison Boss has helped us uh, improve over time, uh, and uh, it it can be felt in Winds and Leaves, uh, well in the development and the, the final product in the the the, the polish level we, we put in uh, because the the team was really bigger and uh, we had lots of uh, like. Um, uh, I'm searching my words, but um, we had new um, specialties. You know, uh, we we didn't have like um, uh, as much artists when making Prison Bus. We were working with uh, contractors and everything, and now we have uh, our own lead artist and concept artist that uh, that has worked on Winds and Leaves. So there is lots of uh, area of game development that are uh, way more uh, uh, achieved uh, in Winds and Leaves. And uh, I would say also that just in time, our middle game was really important in uh, the process of uh, like uh, shipping a game and uh, improving also our um, our coordination inside the studio and everything. So yeah, and even even just the movement system, you know, where you hold down the move buttons and sort of do like one of these things. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. During all the previews and everything, I was expecting that I was going to be grabbing the stilts and then the yeah. stilts would be like moving one to one with me and I would be controlling that directly. Um, but but that but that threw me off that it wasn't that way. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, but I'm sure I'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting because uh, originally this was the the first concept where we we had like uh, two stilts that you could grab and. Uh, literally aim at the ground and uh, advance like this, but uh, uh, it quickly felt like um, too too much effort. You know, mm -hmm. it's what, like, uh, it was the gimmick of the stills, but it was like too much uh, effort uh, rela related to what the gameplay will really be. So the the final design uh, that got in the game is, is more like, um, Something that you have the kind of the feel of the stilts as you have a small move and you have the you know the the small rumble at each uh, step. That's something we we wanted from the beginning, but it's more uh, adapted to the the exploration gameplay on uh, vast distances. So you make much less efforts than uh, if you you would have to really like uh, make each step. Uh, so yeah, that's how the stilts uh finally uh come out yeah. being a psvr exclusive uh should we expect any uh playstation 4 pro enhancements or any playstation 5 uh any benefits of playing on a ps5 at launch uh there is improvements on pro that are the same on ps5 uh the game runs on ps5 as on ps4 pro yeah but there is slight uh, visual differences with the uh, 
original PlayStation. Yeah. Now, uh, some of our some of our uh, some of our community members had a couple questions for you too, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them, Belt Ramio, says, "Why stilts? Uh, <laughs> can I make them super long and then move super fast? Uh, super fast movement is important in a game like that because I want to get around from place to place fast." Yeah. Uh, well, the the stilts in Winds and Leaves um, has been they have been designed like a, at the service of gameplay, and uh, the original version why we wanted to be able to change height is because in this game you start and your trees are really small and uh, you have to like uh, dig uh, with your shovel and plant uh, trees, and uh, at the same time you want to be able to climb in the trees and. Uh, pick the fruits you collect. So there was the need to have something that uh, allows us to change the height of the character. And um, at the same time, it's a game about exploration. So we wanted to have uh, an easy way, as uh, your uh, <laughs> member said, to be able to go faster when you need to to, to go a long way, and uh, as well to go a bit slower when you need some precision like uh, around your trees to, to find your way and everything. So so you can uh, um, go um, up and down on the stilts. Uh, to be precise, it's not at the right beginning of the game because uh, we found out that the, the whole locomotion system, as it's very unique, it's uh, a bit overwhelming in the first instance of the game. So it's at the, the, the end of the, the beginning region that you, you are able to finally go up and down. Uh, but it helps uh, um, yeah, getting more um, comfortable way to, to walk uh, farther. And on the locomotion, we, we also have developed some other ways of uh, moving that you will encounter like uh, a bit later in the game. Um, that is uh, akin to uh, gliding. Uh, so uh, you can uh, glide towards structures or toward trees. And uh, that's the other way to move around in winds and leaves. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else uh, we should expect in terms of um, things that are different at the end of the game than they were at the beginning of the game? Does your, your character, your creature be have more abilities, more power-ups, anything like that? Uh, it's mainly around the, the traversal capabilities, uh, as I said. And uh, you have also the... Well, something important is that uh, you are like bound to your forest, so you need like energy to, to, to go farther from the forest. And uh, to gather this energy, you have to plant trees around certain structures uh, that we call the collectors. And, uh, well, the, 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 the tool you have to, to charge your energy uh, uh, can be will be improved uh, at a later stage in the game, and it uh, improves your uh, your range of exploration. Yeah. So that's it. Can you talk about any difficulties you had during development? Within it? Did you come up with any roadblocks? Anything that had to get left on the cutting room floor? Yeah, uh, it was a as it's a very um, systemic game and uh, simulation. Um, ended up being quite a technical challenge to run this on a PS4 from uh, 2014. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we had uh, pretty big challenges uh, in terms of um, making 
the whole tree simulation run and uh, letting the players plant that many trees and uh, because everything like uh, the trees uh, will grow for a certain time and the the ground changes aspect the the landmarks are uh, getting uh, alive uh, we also have um, procedural music uh, that evolve regarding to where you plant your trees in which region and how old are they are so there is a the whole soundtrack is very like uh, evolutive regarding to what you do. It's it's not something that you hear the the first uh, uh, necessarily in the first minutes because you you have to like go through uh, to to see it uh, come to life. But uh, it's uh, it's something that adds a lot to the contemplation aspect of the game. Uh, but it was something that was quite complex uh, to implement uh, the the whole. Uh, procedural music um, and yeah overall it's just like making an open world VR game with the uh, player grown trees is not an easy fit <laughs> to make uh, on the PS4 yeah, yeah for sure I'm I'm, 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 I'm sure that the, uh, the the team is excited to maybe move past this generation and maybe be working on the PlayStation 5 yeah. and PSVR 2 and kind of having uh, kind of opening the door to a lot more possibilities. Exactly. Uh, this is uh, like a, a transition of generations, and uh, it's time to yeah for the developers. It's time to to move on because it's uh, it's not uh, the the most easy thing to work with old platforms and uh, new technologies. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> another one of our community members, uh, Rypop, asks. Uh, what can we expect in the land of weather patterns, if any at all? How will planting different things affect the environment? So I guess he's asking if we're going to see different weather effects uh, and how the things that we plant, how it'll affect the environment around us. Yeah, so we have um, weather patterns that are kind of um, uh, obstacles that you will encounter in different regions. So, so they are uh like uh, changing but uh, very um local so it's uh, specific areas in the game that are affected and uh, that will challenge you on the um, different uh, fruits you you should uh, make fusion of because you can like merge traits from different fruits to to adapt to different terrains mm -hmm. and uh yeah you will have to have the, the right fruits and be able to traverse those uh, those uh, weather patterns as when you are under the weather <laughs> uh, it's that your um, your energy will uh, drain also so it's another aspect that can limit your range of exploration and uh, like uh, uh, prevent you from uh, going forward so yeah I was just—I was actually just talking to um, to Powell over uh, at Kluge Interactive about synth riders, and uh, we get into a conversation about how difficult it is to to market VR games because uh, mm -hmm. even even sometimes you put on a VR headset and something looks exciting in the headset. You get two hands in there, you're doing your thing, uh, but then you take off the headset and you look at the flat screen, the flat screen representation of it, and it's like, oh. <laughs> you know, it doesn't things in VR yeah, yeah. Don't look terribly exciting on a flat screen. I, I was wondering if uh, if if you folks at Trebuchet have run into uh, any obstacles trying to market your game. Yeah, honestly, it's something that is pretty difficult. And 
uh, on top of that, wins and lives is like uh, kind of weird <laughs> in some yeah, ways. So, for sure. And uh, it's a bit uh, like uh, against the current uh, in some aspects. But we think that um, we were able to to like explain some of it. But uh, it's uh, it's difficult to show the game. Like uh, we made a gameplay trailer uh, a few months ago that we we wanted to use to to be able to like uh, show a bit of the loop. But uh, even after that, we we saw the reactions and we are like maybe we didn't get uh, deep enough in uh, how the game uh, plays. Uh, People were wondering what exactly is going on in the game, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's especially the the fact that we have the the exploration open world aspect of it that is sometimes uh, difficult to 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 think how it goes with the the whole the tree simulation and the the planting gameplay. But uh, we hope that the the the, the, the way uh, people will start to play it and the reviews and everything maybe will help uh, getting players a more, a more precise idea of what's going on in the game. But uh, yeah. I, I hope so. It was, uh, it was really interesting to see you know, the announcement trailer and then the follow-up gameplay trailer, which was radically different than the announcement trailer. The announcement trailer felt like it was trying to focus on the aesthetic and say, look, it's you know, kind of beautiful and this is the, you know, watch yeah. the trees grow and look, this is kind of like what you're doing. Um, but then the gameplay was, it was you, right? You did the voiceovers for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like four and a half minutes of like actually yeah, like yeah. <laughs> almost like tutorializing the game, explaining, you know, yeah. step by step how you do things. And, uh, and, I, and I was, and I was, there has to be something in between these two things, like something that like will, will grab everybody's attention. Uh, mm -hmm. But man, it's, it's just an interesting conversation to have. And I, and I love hearing um, the perspectives of the developers because I don't know if there's a good answer right now um, for yeah. VR. No, uh, you're right. And uh, that's something that some games are more like uh, uh, visually understandable uh, on a glimpse, you know. Yeah. But uh, even with Prison Bus, that's more uh, self explanatory on some aspects, uh, people were not always expecting uh, when they finally played it, that was not always what they expect when uh, watching the trailer. Uh, we have a, a launch trailer that is coming up also, and we hope that this one maybe come to uh, fill the the blanks uh, between the first and the, the second one. But uh, yeah, this is because in the first one we wanted to focus more on the, as you said, the, the aesthetic and the 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 more wow factor of the VR experience that uh, it's like it's beautiful and everything. But uh, uh, something that is. Uh, important with wins and lives that we wanted to 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 um, emphasize. It's that it's not only beautiful. You have things to do, and there is like something to go through. And uh, it's not a passive experience. You know, uh, it's it's uh, not like fast paced, but uh, it's an active experience where you you do things and progress. So that's something that we wanted to uh, to put an emphasis on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we are. I, I can't. I can't believe it, man. We, it, it feels like forever ago when the game was announced. Uh, I'm sure even for, <laughs> you guys have been working on it behind the scenes even longer. How how long has it been in development for? Uh, almost uh, three years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Three years, uh, yeah, three years and a half, I think. It must be exciting to to finally be delivering this like this this baby that's been you know growing. For, yeah. yeah. Right? Are, yeah, you, are you nervous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's always something. That, well, at at this stage, like uh, it's in a week, and uh, we're still uh, very deep in uh, preparing the launch, and uh, we we have some always like uh, late uh, late fixes that we're bringing to the game. But uh, it's been uh, yeah, it's been three years since we released the game, so except the adjusting time, but as it was in arcade, it's not the same feeling. Sure. Uh, and uh, it's the first time for a lot of members uh, in the team that uh, that weren't present uh, in the past. So it's something that uh, everyone is really proud to, like I've shipped together uh, with the whole team. It, uh, it creates uh, uh, like uh, an exciting atmosphere in the, in the team, but uh, COVID has not helped, you know, it's like uh, we've been uh, working remotely since the, the beginning of the pandemic and everything. And uh, we we weren't sure how we were, we would be able to like ship the game from uh, from our homes, but uh, we finally managed to do it. But uh, it was uh, at the beginning, we were like, uh, we, we thought we would need like uh, to delay uh, for a long time and everything, but... Uh, we we made it work. Yeah. Uh, is there any uh, are there any final words? Any anything that you really want our viewers to know about Winds and Leaves um, before we end this conversation? Honestly, I just want to see players uh, like uh, take it in and uh, try to to pass through uh, what we created. And um, I hope uh, you will have a good time planting trees and discovering the the past of this world that we we have been crafting. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Alex, it's been a real pleasure uh, getting getting a chance to sit down and finally talk to you. I know we've been uh, wanting to do this for a while. Uh, so thank you for finding the time making it happen. Um, now, I don't, I'm, I'm sure Raphael, the, uh, your PR guy, did not warn you about this, but we always ask every developer to meow for all of our viewers called the Game Cats. Give them a little meow and a swipe before we say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Meow. That was pretty good. <laughs> I got a cat, so yeah. <laughs> Mine, mine's been sleeping up here the whole time, being very cat-like for us. Oh so. uh, yeah, <laughs> Alex, thank I you so see, much. See it, yeah. <laughs> Alex, thank you so very much, man. I can't wait to uh, can't wait for everyone to play your game. Uh, it should today, August, uh, July twenty seventh. And uh, it, again, thank you for sitting down with me, and uh, and congratulations on uh, I'm coming to the end of this three year journey. Yeah, thank you, Brian.
テンション。